0: Welcome to AudioPi's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. So far in this series, we've taken a look at the genre and context of The Strange Case of Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde, Now it's time to take a look at how the story itself is structured and the impact that structure has on the story.
1: Structure is important because it acts as a book's skeleton. Without it, the flesh and muscles made up by the content of the story would be useless. Structure gives us clues about how we should read a piece of writing, as well as organising how and when we get key information.
0: When we talk about structure, we are talking about the following. chronology how and when the story unfolds, point of view, whether a story is in first, second or third person, style, the manner in which the story is told. The way that these three elements are combined can have a huge impact on how we react to a narrative.
1: Consider this narrative, for example. A man is walking down the street. While walking, he slips on a slab of ice and falls on the bonnet of a car, denting it, the owner of the car gets out and starts yelling at the man, who begins to cry. Now, depending on how this story is structured, we as readers will respond to it differently. For example, you might tell the story in the form of two police reports, one from the point of view of the man walking down the street and another from the owner of the car. This version of the story would follow a conventional A to B chronology, starting with the man walking along and ending with him crying – The point of view in both documents would be first-person. The style would be formal and clear.
0: Alternatively, you might tell the story from the third person using an omniscient narrator. Rather than going from A to B, you could tell the story from B to A, starting with the man crying while the car owner yells at him. How does this affect the story?
1: It makes it more mysterious, for one. We don't know why the man is crying. Not having that information, but knowing that the story will provide it as it moves backwards through time, creates suspense. And the omniscient narrator ensures that we see every part of the narrative rather than being limited to parts which are important to the man and car owner.
0: Yes, like the mischievous little girl who put the slab of ice there in the first place.
1: Exactly.
0: In the case of Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde, the plot is delivered using a combination of the first and third person. At different points throughout the novel, we are privy to the thoughts of Mr. Utterson, Dr. Lanyon and Dr. Jekyll, and each has an important role to play.
1: Utterson is the story's primary narrator, and his account is told from the third person, whereas Dr. Lanyon's and Jekyll's accounts are told from the first. Whilst the narrator of Utterson's segments is unnamed, his perspective is limited to what Utterson sees and thinks. In this way, Utterson serves as the eyes of a traditional Victorian reader – It is through him that the readers experience confusion, fear and mystery.
0: At the beginning of the book, Utterson lacks key information that will help him untangle this case. What information he does have comes to him from a variety of different sources, some named, others anonymous. As readers, it's natural to challenge the reliability of these sources, several of which are based in idle gossip. Therefore, Utterson is what we would call an unreliable narrator.
1: An unreliable narrator is, as the name suggests, someone whose reliability has been compromised in some way. Other famous examples of an unreliable narrator include Shakespeare's Falstaff or Jack in Fight Club. All of these characters conceal information from the reader, either deliberately, in the case of Falstaff, or unintentionally, in the case of Mr. Utterson.
0: This unreliable narration is key to the building of suspense in the book. The reader knows exactly as much as Mr. Utterson does, and so goes on the same journey as him as he investigates the mysterious Hyde. For the first half of the novel, the absence of any solid evidence puts us on the edge of our seats and increases the sense of helplessness which Utterson feels. Through his narration, we are made to feel distrust, confusion, and disbelief as we become increasingly wrapped up in the story.
1: This confusion and disbelief is a key element of Gothic fiction, by the way. As we mentioned in episode one, Gothic works can generally be identified by their engagement with the supernatural and the mysterious. By employing a mixture of narrative styles, Stevenson is adding layers to the mystery of the novella. Switching between character viewpoints and first and third person ensures that we're always grasping for more information, hoping to see the other side of the story's perspective. Suspense cannot be maintained in this form forever, however. If you continue to deny any information to the reader, they become frustrated rather than uncomfortable. Therefore, in the second half of the novella, Stevenson gives his reader further information about Jekyll and Hyde, using the narratives of both Dr. Lanyon and Dr. Jekyll. In chapter six, after the unexpected death of Dr. Lanyon, Utterson is given a letter with orders not to read it unless Dr. Jekyll disappears. The letter itself is enough to ramp up the tension further, teasing the reader with a clue and the promise of secrets to be told. But Stevenson makes the reader wait another three chapters before Utterson, and therefore the reader, is allowed to open the letter.
0: In doing this, Stevenson is both progressing the narrative of his story and layering in new complications. The reader's sense of relief at being presented with some answers is cut short by the terrible conditions under which the letter may be read.
1: The letters also serve to complicate the world in which Utterson lives in. Up until the letter, he has been operating under the sensible assumption that Hyde and Jekyll are two completely different people – The revelation in Chapter 9 that they are in fact the same throws Utterson's world into turmoil and brings him face to face with... ...the other.
0: Dr Lanyon's letter and perspective is key to the narrative because it allows Stevenson to recount a key scene to the reader without damaging the story's realism. We are still experiencing the story from Utterson's perspective and all the horror and mystery that he feels but the letter offers us a new angle that reveals more of the truth. Stevenson continues this technique with Jekyll's letter to Utterson. The difference between Jekyll's letter and Lanyon's, however, is that while Lanyon can only account what he has seen, Jekyll has all the information. His letter serves to summarise and explain the events of the novella.
1: This method of delivering a story through a series of documents has a name, epistolary storytelling, and it's very popular in Gothic writing. Mary Shelley uses it in Frankenstein, and Bram Stoker's narrator in Dracula makes use of a variety of documents to tell their story. More modern examples of epistolary writing use phone transcripts, email and radio announcements.
0: The epistolary form imitates methods of communication from real life. In doing so, it gives the reader access to private thoughts and feelings that they would not otherwise be able to access without the use of an omniscient narrator. The realness of a letter in contrast to a disembodied narrator also makes any information delivered feel more truthful.
1: Epistolary documents can, and do, also work as plot devices within the story of Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde. Every document which Utterson uncovers is more evidence that not everything is as it seems – starting with Mr Hyde's first check and ending with Jekyll's final confession in his own account.
0: Remember when we mentioned that genres can mix in a book? Well, that's absolutely the case here. In using these documents to provide exposition and drive the narrative forward, Stevenson is making use of one of the great tropes of detective fiction. Just as Sherlock Holmes pursues his quarry with evidence, Utterson tracks Hyde down through the streets of London using evidence and deduction.
1: It's cleverly done, as the thrill of the hunt that Detective Stories channel battles against that fear of the other so common in Gothic literature. The reader finds themselves pulled between the desire to solve a mystery and to avoid the horrific truth which would be revealed.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode. In the next podcast, we'll take a closer look at the main characters of the book as well as asking whether we should think about Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde as the same person, or are they completely separate? Find out the answer next episode. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.